Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Saturday edition of Dakota Prairie Outdoors. Nearly two decades long, live and local. And I say that because North and South Dakota in six uh, states, two Canadian provinces. That's local, especially around this part here. When your next nearest neighbor is 150 miles away. Good to have you along here this morning all across the Dakota Territory and around the world. If you're in the YouTube channel, thank you for subscribing to that channel. Clay Peterson is my guest here. Clay, you know what we got coming up? Well, I think you got some kind of big fundraiser coming oh, up. We got you? a lot of things going on here. Okay, so to, <laughs> I'll tell you, the life of an auctioneer that does fundraisers and helps the community out. Are you ready? And all the auctioneers have done this, all right? So uh, the yesterday, I was at University of Mary in Bismarck helping with their big uh, midnight gala, I believe they called it. This is fancy. I mean, this is a suit and tie <laughs> type of stuff going on, right? Tonight, I'm going to be doing the uh, fundraiser for another uh, church in New England. And then next weekend, I'm in Baker, Montana, helping with the wild game feed. 120-plus guns going to be given away, raffles, auctions, games, whatever. That's where I think you and the mayor of Mobridge should show up for this. Even Jamie's texting me on this, but he's got to worry about deer season opens up, right? So, I mean, you got to worry about that. Uh, same thing, South Dakota West River deer opens up next uh, Saturday. North Dakota's deer season statewide opens up next Friday at noon central, 11 Mountain. And uh, so the 16 days of go get them is going on. But coming up, <laughs> Coyote tournaments. Are you ready oh, for yeah. this? Holy cow, I got a pile. December 1st and 2nd, the first annual 24-hour coyote hunting tournament uh, for the Surrey Fire Department. Okay, A lot okay. of these are for fire departments. I like that. Another Dakota Predator Hunter presents first annual Mike Anderson Memorial Coyote Hunt, January 5th and 6th. We have the 2024 Leeds York Sportsman Club Predator Hunt. That's going to be Saturday, January 13th and 14th. The 8th annual Predator Hunt for the Esmond Rural Fire Department is coming up December 16th. The Dakota Predator Hunters, they have their 7th annual Dunn County Christmas for Kids Coyote Hunt. This is pretty cool. They do this. Uh, they they buy gifts for kids in need all across the area. It's pretty cool. That's December first yeah. and second. Keen Fire Department Coyote Hunt December sixteenth and seventeenth. Uh, the All Rikes Volunteer Fire Department Third Annual Three Dog Calling Contest, and that is December first and second. The Blaine County Fair Foundation, the first annual Blaine County Fur Fest Coyote Hunt December first through the third in Chinook, Montana. Uh, Galva. Rural fire department, or no, I take that back. So Galva's fire department today is having a meal and auction uh, for a benefit. And then their, the Galva's uh, Lone Tree Saddle Club coyote calling contest is December 9th, I believe. Uh, yeah. Miles City, this is for the AAU Wrestling Club. This is the 18th one that's coming up the first part of January. And then Rock Lake Boosters Coyote Hunt, February 16, 17, and 18. That's just the ones that I've gotten in here in the last week that have been sent to me. So if you have a coyote tournament in your area and you have not heard it announced on my show, uh, send it my way. I'll be more than happy to get on there. So that's a well coyote tournament all around there, Clay. I'll add to that. If you guys want to put it on our show as well, just email that at guns at guns in the 701. Just go ahead and email that to us and we'll definitely put it up on the website and we can also put it on our show too. Let's get the word out. I'm a big supporter of coyote tournaments, and let me tell you, the price is terrible. 
But the Coyotes are looking absolutely phenomenal this year. They are healthy. I noticed that. I saw a couple here the other day, and I was like, holy cow, they're haired up pretty good already. (laughs) Oh, they're ready. Yeah, there's no doubt. They're ready to go here now. So primed up, ready to go, and plenty of them here. So, well, I tell you what. I want to do that like once a year or maybe a couple times a year. I like to do a shout out to small businesses and it can be big businesses. I don't care here, but businesses across (laughs) North, South Dakota, wherever you're at, you want a free plug on the air this morning, send it to us. Call it in 888-932-5682. That's 888-9-DAKOTA, toll free number. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoy giving to some of these small businesses plugs. And one of them is Hell Creek uh, Customs. A uh, guy out of Bowman here, Ivan Lardy, and he can make anything you want to uh, accessorize your weapons. So uh, it's pretty go. cool there. So uh, that's my first one. So I don't know if you have one on top of your head or not. I do. I got one because uh, I probably do a lot of business with them. They're up in Bismarck. They moved uh, to a new building, and that's uh, uh, Capital City Restaurant Supply. Oh, yeah. Like butchering yeah. season, and yeah. uh, the guy's there, and the, and the owner himself, he's Rick, he's, he's just He's a patriot. That's what I love about it. And uh, him and I have had some great conversations. I don't know him great. At nail, it's Jamie's relative, but uh, don't yeah, hold just that up there against supplies. Him. Yeah, don't hold that against him. But I tell you what, them guys are fantastic to deal with. And uh, talk about personal service. I kind of emailed the things I was looking for, and she, she's like, "Yep, I got them." And and then when I got up there, basically had my nephew with, and he took a tub because I needed another plastic tub, and. We, she she personally took us around the store because she knew where everything was. So that was great. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I've been to Capital Supply many, many times, and uh, you want high-quality stuff. I mean, that's where you get oh, restaurant-quality yeah. stuff. And, Absolutely. Yeah, like, so we got a few coming in. Clay, are you ready? Oh, yeah, I see the uh, one there. <laughs> yeah, well, first, Jim says, just won my first 6-5 from the Wall Lake Hunting Club Ooh. raffle down in Miller, South Dakota. Awesome. And Miller. So I, I worked in when I was living in Brookings. I worked with a guy from Miller, Wayne, uh, Big Wayne. I'm mean, used from the Miller. Otherwise, Darren Munn says maybe Dakota Prairie Outdoors and Guns in the Seven One should have a Coyote tournament. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. yeah, maybe. You know, I used to I used to put on a big one down here back before anybody was really doing them. <laughs> I know they're a lot of work. I can tell they're you, they're a lot of work. There's going to be one coming up in Rain, either December or January. We're not sure yet, but I got calls that asking Scott, could you help us? No. And I'm like, cause uh, they said, we need somebody to check in coyotes. That'll ain't going to take any nothing from, you know what, you know? And I'm like, Oh, I'm that guy. <laughs> when, when is that one? It's going to be like December, January. We're not sure on the dates. We're trying not to conflict with other dates. And there's so many like Buffalo, South Dakota. We got Marmoth. We got Galva. There's yep. a lot of tournaments in this area. There's a ton of them. Um, Waylon Turner says, Hey, give a shout out to my wife's business, North country designs. Oh yeah. She's the one yep. who uh, made my Ivermectin, uh, tumbler for me, uh, last year, a couple years ago. And, uh, she also included that, uh, she's nominating Waylon Turnus to be in the boxers and beer in April, <laughs> uh, as a model. So he's going to be doing that. Uh, one shot cap says, Hey, give a shout out to the Hoover store. There you go. <laughs> have you been? Have you been to the Hoover store in South Dakota? Me? Oh yeah, I've been down there. I've had to stop there a couple times. It's in the middle of nowhere, and it's the only place to stop. <laughs> it is the middle of nowhere. It looks like it's deserted half the time. But have have I told you about the Great Chicken Massacre in the Hoover store? No, you have not. I, okay. So, so this this is great, right? So John Paul Chesky and myself are headed down to a tournament when uh, 
the South Dakota uh, Sturgis Fire Department. No, yeah, Sturgis Ambulance yeah. used to have a tournament. And uh, I got a little bit of time to tell this. But anyway, <laughs> it might take a little bit more on the other side of the break. But anyway, uh, the uh, great I'll talk about it on the other side because I got to set the picture for those that have not been to the Hoover <laughs> store in South Dakota. Uh, what's it? Is it Lee, Leanne or Leon? Leona, Leona, I think. Leona, yeah. Leona, she, I mean, she was like 90 years old, like 20 years ago, and uh, <laughs> yeah. still going in like a cribbage playing machine, right? But anyway, I'll tell this the story of the Great Chicken Massacre in Hoover and how I actually helped on this uh, because it, it made great radio. And uh, okay. for, I mean, it would have made a great TV show right there. I think it would have been kicked off of YouTube. But anyway, we'll have more coming back here. Clay Peterson, if you have a small business you want to shout out today, text or message or get it to us, and we'll make sure to do that. We'll be back right after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Dakota Prairie Outdoors Saturday edition continuing here all across the Dakota Territory. Six states, two Canadian provinces because of great radio stations that stand up and stick with me for nearly two decades strong. Clay Peterson's my guest. Clay, been at this a long time. I'm feeling uh, old when I say two decades. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're saying I was like, wow, 20 years. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, get this. I forgot about this. That is uh, the the most money and whiskey that I've ever won on any bet <laughs> was last year at the uh, the uh, championship between SDSU and NDSU, and they're playing today for the what is it the marker game or the Dakota marker game or whatever I think they call it, and it's down in uh, Brookings today. It's going to be playing oh. today in Brookings, so. Uh, which yeah, sports, that one. It's football. Which one? Oh, okay. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> you can tell how much I follow sports. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't follow it as much as as a lot of people, but that is I'd rather watch the SDSU and NDSU game than any professional sports game. No, I hear you. You just, know, you know, I just will, just I because it. I mean, I was in Brookings. I taught at SDSU for many years, uh, mm -hmm. and I was that I am still considered a professor at one oh. point in my life i used to be cool my friend i used to be cool and the, and the best part about it is you know there's a lot of people in i mean almost everybody up in this area goes to ndsu right and yeah. and uh he's insert where name. i went yeah where i went to minot state right and that's where i so but i was teaching at sdsu so there's that's where I'm uh, putting my money on today. So that game's going on. They call it the marker game. Why do you know why they call it that? Oh, uh -uh. you know you have one in your backyard. The only two though, there's only two states in the entire union I think that have stone markers on markers, the border. Okay. Yeah, I got a few along the border here along yeah. the land. <laughs> yeah, you can see one probably from your front porch right south. Yeah, and I really one, can. Yes. Yeah, it's one of the Dakota markers. <laughs> It's kind of cool, too. It's a great story. If people don't know the story of that, go to uh, YouTube and type in the story of the Dakota markers on the border, 
It's a great story. I think uh, as uh, South Dakota uh, Public Broadcasting had that, and they did a I whole story right. on it. Yeah. Anyway, it's, I was going to throw in one thing there, though. Yeah, there was ahead. one sport I used to watch, and that was minor league baseball when I was working out in the Twin Cities area. I used to love to go watch the St. Paul Saints because that was more like going to a hometown baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those guys were having fun. I mean, you could win tickets to the hot tub that they had over the left field line and <laughs> have a party there. It was. I enjoyed going to those games when I was out there. I could have cared less about the, the big leagues. <laughs> yeah. It was way yeah. more fun going to that. I, I did go to one professional sports game. It was uh, baseball twins uh, in Minneapolis. My wife was finishing some her doctorate out there. And mm-hmm. it is impressive. These athletes are are quick, they're strong, they're oh, fast, yeah. and they're big. Uh, it, it is yes, impressive. But are. anyway, the great yeah. chicken massacre of Hoover, South Dakota. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. I, I was gonna I was forgetting about this. Somebody just texted me and said, Hey, don't forget about your story. So, so John and I were headed to a coyote tournament in Sturgis, South Dakota. And we swing straight south of his place. We we have to go through Hoover, South Dakota, and you gotta stop into Hoover if you've never been there. It is an old general store that is still in operation because there is nothing else in that area for a long ways <laughs> and uh, we we swing in there and we had a couple beers and we were having a couple uh snacks they have some great jerky that they carry and and so john's big thing was he's going to play cribbage against the owner of this uh store leona or whatever her name is right <laughs> yep i have never i've never learned to play cribbage i don't know i don't Me care either. about it i'm not the big guy for that so uh, I seen, uh, I think it was her stepson or son-in-law walk out with a shotgun and a handful of shotgun shells. <laughs> Peak my curiosity. So I followed him out. I'm I like, hey, bet. what's going on? He's like, all these chickens got to die. <laughs> I'm like, why? You don't hear I mean, that every day. <laughs> let me, no, let me tell you, there was a lot of chickens. He says, they're so old. He said, they're almost like they're feral chickens. And all of them need to, to to die right now. So John's in playing this, right? So I'm out there watching this guy, and he's just walking through the the corrals and these barns, and he's shooting chickens left and right. I mean, he and he's like, "Hey, hey, can you walk over there and come and uh, you know herd them around the corner?" And I'm like, "As long as you don't shoot at me, right?" And then, and so I mean, he's there's chickens flying everywhere, right? So he goes back in because he ran out of shells, and he comes out with like two boxes. And we kind of heard them inside this barn, and they go into like a coop. And this dude is like shooting through the walls, and there's chicken feathers and everything. I've never <laughs> seen anything like that. There's like thirty some chickens all like within five minutes gone. So I came back in, and there I sat down. I'm like, I just witnessed a great chicken massacre of Hoover, South Dakota today. It was crazy, man. I've never seen it anything like it. Uh, and I didn't have a. He didn't let me have a shotgun, so that was no fun. Wow, he could have yeah. shared in the fun. Yeah. So, yeah. what are you going to do wow. with all these? Oh, we'll feed them to the dogs. <laughs> well, they're old. I mean, you can them, but yeah, I guess that's <laughs> not much else you're going to do with them. But okay, so let, let's go back I, up here. We got some more small business Saturday here that we're going to go beside the Hoover store. Uh, the the best store in Bismarck, Capital City Restaurant Supply. Uh, Eric yep. Sapozica out of South Dakota. He is a drag oh, racer, oops. man. He's got he's got some fast machines, and he says uh, Fuchs Machine in Bowman does one of the best jobs in engine machining in the no, uh, tri-state I, area. Yeah, I think they're the guys that did the heads on my uh, eighty on my eighty eight Ford back when I rebuilt that motor. Well, I know it, I just I, someone told me about them, and yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. 
Uh, Darren says Leon is the best, so he's been to Hoover. Uh, Jim <laughs> says, hey, give South Dakota Arms and TS oh, yeah. Customs in Miller, South Dakota, shout out. Uh, that, it's one place I got to find yet. I know I called those guys and I asked them about, I think it was uh, thermal imaging on your iPad that you can hook up to your uh, like ranger and stuff. Really? I said, but it's oh, not legal. Cool. The legality across the borders differ. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. One shot cap says uh, Moonshine Gulch. Give them a shout out. I'm not sure where's Moonshine. I'm Gulch not sure at? where that is. Uh-oh. I'm not sure. Is that, is that down in uh, Deadwood? Maybe. Not well, sure. I couldn't tell you. I mean, could be. <laughs> right. Wayne says, "Hey, give my son, my son Austin's uh, business, Genesis Realty in Bismarck, a shout out." So there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mr. Mayor says, "Pretty soon, you guys will be able to say quarter century of broadcasting." <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Let's see who's on today. Welcome to the show this morning. What's your name? My name's Kevin Becker, Scott. Kevin, good morning. How you doing? Good. Uh, did you get any sleep last night? I got, well, I, I, I got a couple hours and then I got an extra hour because of the time change. So, uh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Say, Kevin, uh, I need you to call back after the uh, 835 and we're going to talk about what's going on at University of Mary. Okay. That's good. I'll call you back in a little bit. You bet. Do that. Do that. Because we're almost against a break here, and I don't want to cut you off. So we'll uh, have you back here in this next half. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Thank Uh, you. You bet. So, Clay, the fur and fins and feathers are going on in University of Mary. Another fundraiser they do for the athletics is going on here today. But anyway, uh, quarter century broadcasting, uh, it's called the Dakota Marker game. So I was right on that. Good. (laughs) The Keldron Store. I don't even remember. I do remember when that was open. I do remember. That's been a long time ago. Love that store. Just, I mean, it's just four miles. It used to be four miles to the west of me on Highway 12. And I mean, you get your cold cuts there, and that was one of the places he walked in. He had his own slicer, and he did cheese and meat. And he had everything a guy needed. Yeah, I got uh, another uh, Callens Auto Center, Lemon, South Dakota. Give a shout out. Yep. Is that how it's pronounced? Kalen, uh, Kalen Yep, he, okay. he started that up. He's been a. He's my main mechanic in Lemon. Other. Lauer Auto is my guy in Bismarck, but I tell you what, both both them guys are outstanding. All right, and uh, the one shot cap here. He, uh, I don't know if you've been south of Lead. There is a little Rockford. town called Rockford. Oh yeah. Have you you been to it? Have you ever been there on a uh, Sunday afternoon? I have not, but I've been through there okay. and stopped there for different things. So in the in the summertime, uh, Rockford, south of Lead, in the Black Hills, nestled in. <laughs> It's just a, it's just a two. I think there's like three buildings, four buildings. Mm-hmm. But on Sunday afternoons, the locals all come out to the general store, and it's live music right there on the oh, sidewalk really? on Sunday afternoons. Oh, and I'm gonna have it's, to hit that one. Oh, it's absolutely phenomenal. You got to take a Monday off in order to do it. But uh, <laughs> my wife and I, we stumbled across it accidentally, and when we were just kind of tooling around some trails. But hey, yeah. we'll cover more on the second half. Kevin Becker is going to be calling in, giving us an update what's happening at the University of Mary for Fins and Feathers uh, fundraiser going on, and you can join them tonight on that. We'll be back after these messages.
Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you along in Dakota Prairie Outdoors Saturday edition. Clay Peterson is my um, guest here. Clay, uh, we're talking about Rockford, and yeah. we were discussing uh, the shout-out to Moonshine Gulch Saloon. Well, that's the one I was talking about in Rockford. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> it was, I didn't so realize that was the name Let's go. Let's get Kevin oh. Becker back on the line here. Good morning, Mr. Becker. How you doing? Good, Scott. Good morning from Bismarck. Yeah. How are things looking for fins and feathers and all the good stuff going on here for that fundraiser today? Well, we're at the Radisson right now, and <clears throat> we are setting up tables. And, man, I'm like a little kid at Christmas right now. <laughs> Holy smokes. I got uh, We got ice fishing hubs set up, and we got deer blinds. And Oh, man, it's, there's a lot of stuff here. This is great. So anybody can come in tonight, right? Yeah, no cost at all to yeah. come in. When you get here, <clears throat> you're going to enjoy some food and complimentary, and then uh, you're going to buy your bucket raffle tickets, whatever you want to purchase, and then you're going to drop them in the buckets of your choice. We've got an outdoor table. We've got a waterfall table, a turkey table, deer gun, deer bow, ladies' table, and every youth tonight's going to walk out with a really great item as well. So it's, uh, it's going to be a fun night again. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything to get in. It just costs you to play the games. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of winners. Yeah. And then uh, 4.30, we're going to start uh, selling raffle tickets at the Radisson. And at 6.30, we are going to draw the first tables, and that will be the youth. We're going to start with the best. There you go. And uh, Yeah, but uh, a lot's going on. So where does the money go? goes to our uh, student-athlete scholarship. So everything that we raise in this event, is a University of Mary athletic fundraiser. And so the young men and women that put on the orange and blue and call themselves the Marauders, uh, we're going to continue to fund uh, their scholarships and uh, with the help of a lot of generous people. And, I, you know, I, I missed you last night. We were at the Candlelight Gala doing some fun there. And uh, I donated yeah. a pistol to that last night, by the way. So uh, I heard and, through a little bird, yeah, a, a Colt forty-five. I did, I did, and it was uh, it went over very well, and it was a uh, a big thank you for them helping me out with my uh, goddaughter, I guess you could say. So yeah, it was good, really good. <laughs> well, that was fantastic. When I heard that this morning from a gentleman, that yeah, not only were you there in shining colors again and did a wonderful job, but you also <laughs> donated that, so that's great. But great funder fundraiser last night. We had a lot of momentum going, of course, at the University of Mary and. Yeah football game today and then we're going to have this uh, fins and feathers event tonight but we expect a couple hundred plus will be here lots of kids um it's really grown i think this is about our 11th or 12th year i you know you lose count after a while but wow. um very excited but man ice fishing stuff um like i said we seen this thing on you win it today you can use it tomorrow absolutely absolutely that again is at the radisson in bismarck open to anybody who wants to come in and have a little fun tonight and and um, win some stuff, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. That's correct. Let's keep it going. And uh, we're going to have Mark Sandis here with our uh, University of Mary Shooting Club. And the young men and young ladies will be here uh, helping us raffle, uh, get the prizes out. And I'm sure Mark will be his normal character. So, yeah. And, and Clay, Clay is listening here. To Clay, isn't it nice to hear the word shooting clubs in schools? Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, isn't that absolutely. just a great thing to hear? Absolutely. That's where the that's where the future is right there. All the young kids. Yeah, absolutely. Young, young, young adults yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So call it that. Well, Kevin, have yourself a great one. I appreciate you calling in. Give us a uh, send some pictures my way here and some uh, winners. Hopefully, uh, I 
I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be quite a few of that are people listening here tonight that'll show up and say they heard it on the radio. I hope so. I love it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for all your support. Put me on the air and we will uh, see you later on. Absolutely. You bet. Have yourself a great day. Kevin Becker with the athletics department from University of Mary. The fins and feathers tonight at the Radisson. Go down and check it out. Have a little bit of fun. Oh, uh, Clay, the days of us going all around and raising money for shooting sports. Huh? Oh, that, it was fun, wasn't it? I don't know if I could do it anymore. I said, <laughs> a lot uh, of traveling. Some more shout-outs, small business shout-outs. Lumpy's Casino and Bar in Central City, South Dakota. And I do know that one. <laughs> yeah, I, that it's one a, I don't. I've never been oh, there. It's, it's a fun little place here. And a small business shout-out to Saddle Source Saloon in Golden Valley. Jamie says he'll be knocking a few back there this evening. Uh, I've heard that name a few times. I've been in there one time, and I met, like, his entire family was uh, pretty much parked right there. So uh, Maybe we'll have to get up there and get Jesse over there and go and have some fun at Jamie's place. So I had, but I, I'm, my days are off. My, I'm, my mind is all scattered. All right? <laughs> the time changes tonight. Or, that's what I was yeah, thinking, tonight but... I thought I, I I was one day off. <laughs> that okay. happens. That happens when you get very little sleep and you have a lot of stuff to do. So, but yeah. So, what else is going on? What else we got here? Oh, you got to tell your story. I had the Great Chicken Massacre of Hoover, South Dakota. Oh. What's your story that you had going on? So, you know, we used to travel quite a bit when we were young and unattached. All of us guys, and we were heading to the hills. I don't know what we were thinking. We. Must have thought we had more gas in the tank than we did, and we, we got in the middle of nowhere. Revo was closed, so we kept going, and Hoover, and we're like, ah, I said, we have got to get some, some gas, or we're going to be sitting here stranded. So we roll into Hoover, South Dakota. Well, first of all, the gas pump, I think, was from the turn of the century. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> and it didn't work. Um, it was an old red one. Uh, actually, he had one of the glass-type ones there, too. So Greg's like, oh, I think I can have Greg Tomac with us. And he whipped out his tools. He actually had about 10 minutes had that gas pump fixed and working. And that guy that, that was there that was, you know, she wasn't in there that day. He goes, man, he goes, that's been giving us a problem for years. He goes, it works better now than it did when we first installed it, I think. <laughs> and then we went inside and I'll get a few things. And I can tell you, do not, at that time, don't buy the chocolate bars. I picked up a Hershey chocolate bar and thought that'd be fine and hopped in the pickup to get down the road and I opened it up. You know, when chocolate gets real old, it's white. Yeah, well, white. That's, that's what they call white chocolate, man. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh my goodness. I, I don't know. We had, we had a good conversation with the people there though, but yeah, it's a nice little old store in the middle of nowhere and it, I bet yeah. you the locals there are really happy to have oh, it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. It, I hear they even have poker nights and everything in there. That's, I've been by there in the middle of the night coming home from banquets, and you look down there and go, holy cow, who would have thought there was that many people down this area? Something's going on. I was already tired, so I was heading home. <laughs> but well, I tell you, if, if you don't know where it's at and you're driving on, uh, is that 79? I believe that is 79. And uh, you blink, you will miss it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I always think is cool is when I go through there in that river bottom right before there used to be two eagle nests there on each side of the river, and usually there were bald eagles sitting up in it. So I was always neat to see too. Yeah, no, it's great to have these, uh, you know, small towns and uh, what one horse towns, I guess you could call them too. Even bigger <laughs> yeah. towns, you know. I mean, you look at some of the places, uh, uh, especially where I live. You know, I can go to South Dakota, Montana, or here in North Dakota. It's like everybody says, "Where do you shop when you shop local?" It's like local. 
that's everywhere. Local's a relative term. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Depends on where the fence posts are cheapest, I guess, at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, other than that, I mean, good stories, good businesses all across. You know, we always say support your small mom. We call them mom and pop or brick and mortar buildings, right, stores. Right, and, right. Uh, <laughs> Hoover is a suburb of Ziona. Yeah. <laughs> Ziona, yeah. That is wow. true. That is old Ziona Road. And and uh, speaking of Ziona Road, I feel dirty down there. He's I bought one of those dump beds for my bail bed or dump yes. boxes. And mm-hmm. it's 100 miles closer to me now because he went down there to buy one. And at Carl's Trailer, I'll give them a shout out. And Belfouche, Carl's Trailers. That's, That's where, good. Yeah. And uh, they call me up. They say, Scott, uh, you haven't picked this up yet. You paid for it a year ago. You still haven't picked it up. I'm like, I know I haven't. He says, well, I got a guy that wants to buy it. I'm like, who's that? And he's told me, well, it's Phil Jurdy up there. I said, well, I don't want to sell it, but he can use it, and he can get it 100 (laughs) miles closer to me. (laughs) I'll tell you that. So he did. So I still got to pick that up. So I actually have to go down Ziona Road one of these days. Oh, road trip. Yeah. Yeah, so. Throw in some binoculars and a, and a rifle and do some coyote hunting on the way down. <laughs> I got to check the restrictions of uh, non where Well, it depends. The whole non-resident resident coyote hunting, I don't think really matters on a whole lot in western side of the state here. So Probably not, yeah. but you, you always do it legal, right? I try to. I really do. <laughs> yep, I know. Because everybody's watching me. You know? Yeah, you kind of have to, don't yeah, you? Yeah, they'd be. That, I, the last thing I want to do is have a story about myself. That'd be bad. That'd be bad. <laughs> you say bad. all press is good press, but that would not be. <laughs> well, the big deer season weekends are opening up next weekend. Uh, yeah. We have West River, South Dakota opens up on November 11th. Uh, and West uh, and North Dakota statewide opens up uh, noon on November 10th, 11 o'clock Mountain Time. And uh, I sometimes, you know, I, I love that people are out hunting. I do. And I have no problem with people hunting. The problem I have is sometimes they trespass to get to where they're needing to go to. And uh, just folks, if you're going out in any public, whether it's Forest Service or BLM or any type of open land, when South Dakota, they call it uh, walk-in land, North Dakota, they call it plots land, uh, just make sure that there's a lot of cattle still being hauled in the country. People are still hauling hay. And uh, please pull off or as far as you can off on the road if there's no that's one thing i wish we had parking spot like south dakota there's a little designated parking area in their walk-in land and yeah, some I'm, of the I'm, places got that i'm really really wishing that that would happen in the north dakota side uh, oh. just just a little parking spot you know that way if you're going to hunt that chunk of plots land you're like oh there's like 27 vehicles here already you know maybe not a good idea to hunt that one maybe let's go to the next spot right and it takes the vehicles from the gravel roads and gets them off of that in a nice safe spot. Yep, and you know, and, and I've already seen it around here, especially with the opening of bird season. But it's it has it's it hasn't let up, especially with that government ground around us. But please, guys, pull off of the roads. I mean, yeah. like like Scott was saying, you got guys hauling hay, you got machinery moving up and down these roads. You can't pop over hills and and be have, and you don't be sitting there. You might get hit. But it's just it's not safe. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, and, and especially when you're with BLM land or forest service land, it's not just hunters. We got bird no. watchers. We have hikers. We got bikers. We got all kinds of walks of life out here that, you know, they just want to, 
you know, and you've been to my place. I'm at the end of the road. So it looks like, yeah. oh, it looks like a section line oh. road. Let's go up there. And then you end up right awesome. in my yard. And then everybody does a 30-point turn and then turns and goes away. So. Well, I, I had a, I will say I'll call it an, an interesting encounter with a couple bird hunters here this week. I was nice to them because they, they weren't from around here and they were hunting some of this Indian ground over here by me. But they were driving up the line and I was like, that ain't a road. And I you know, asked them what they're doing because it borders my property. Oh, we're just trying to get over here. And I go, okay. And I was, like I said, they were nice fellows. Yeah. But I said, you know, this isn't a, this isn't a section line. These are quarter lines and they're not roads. You can't drive up the quarter lines. <laughs> well, I said, well, I thought that was public. I go, the section lines, yes. But these are quarter lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not on a section line. So, and I said, there's not even a trail there. <laughs> And that's oh, that yeah. different between North and South Dakota section lines. Uh, first off, a shout out to the Sunshine Saloon in Spearfish. Uh, <laughs> Eric, Eric, this goes into what you and I were just discussing here. Eric says, does anybody degree, disagree with the property boundaries on some of these hunting apps like Onyx oh. or uh, uh, Basemap? So the property boundary, I think for the most part, uh, I use Basemap. For the yeah. most part, the property boundaries are pretty accurate, but the trails are completely off base. And I'll give you an example of this one. This is a great one. Moving cattle up from our south pastures, all private land down there, right? Everything's mm -hmm. private. We get to, we're one mile away from, uh, a mile and a quarter from the main road. And we see this vehicle, this white vehicle start driving through private property <laughs> to get to our gate and then comes in and driving right, right down our trail and coming toward us. And I'm like, Oh, boy. Okay, let's see who this is. It was a forest service, and they were going to be doing a survey, and they had to get to a quarter of federal land way in the south side. And I said, how do you expect to drive? Are you expecting to drive there across private property? And he's like, whoa, we, my supervisor called you. And I looked, <laughs> I looked at my father-in-law. I said, did you get a call? Nope, I didn't get a call. <laughs> I said, uh, but where? and he pulls up his app that the forest service uses yep. you want to talk yep. if he were to take the trail that he was that was on um, there from 1940 <laughs> he would have dropped his entire vehicle into a 30-foot gulch right and he just blindly followed with yeah. his little computer app and yeah. he told me he says well in order i said you got to go all the way around i said this is on somebody else's property you can walk in from there he says yeah but we can't drive to it from there that trail is out Hmm. I'm like, well, you ain't getting through private property without permission either. So the right. only thing that I have a problem with some of these hunting apps is the the trails and what they consider trails and access. Some of them don't even exist anymore. They need to update that stuff. And and I'm I can tell you that some of them too. The property and, and remember, guys, they got to purchase that property uh, information from the counties generally. And you got a county like Sioux County who they don't update nothing. I mean, my yeah. father-in-law has been gone since 2015 and his name's still on everything. Yeah. And then you've got, we own a piece of land that my goodness was bought way back in the sixties. And it's still, when you look at like even base map or some of these others, is they still call it reservation land and it's yeah. not, it, it was a private Indian allotment and it's still included in that. So I don't get too upset when I find people on it right? because the I mean, I do have it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And yeah. and I usually got to say, hey guys, listen, you're on my, you're on our property, and you, right there's the boundary. And I give, it's well, on my app. It says this. I said, I said, you you can't blindly believe everything. I said, so 
well, you kind of got to get out here and do a little homework once in a while. But I go, and I don't get too mad because it's not honestly their fault, although it is up to them to make sure they're on the right ground. But, yeah. uh, you know, I give them a little leeway on that. It is tough. You know, you a lot of people put their faith into some of these apps and uh, some <laughs> yeah. updated some of these counties, man, if they're digital, they update it very nice and get it yep. updated really quickly. It's all Indian land. It's all Indian land, Clay. We stole it. There's a text that <laughs> yeah. came in from you. I probably know who sent you that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it gets interesting. Uh, I'm actually working on buying an allotment right now. If if they want to agree to it, it's a lot more difficult than before. You know, yeah. they have these privately owned allotments now that they've been around forever, and that's how a lot of this ground got <laughs> became deeded land, right? Yeah. Well, there's a process for that, and we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, it is what it is, but we, uh, it, all you have to do is stop in and ask, right? And I have no problem. Yeah. I, you know, there's good, there's good people that stop, and they're like, well, we yep. want to get to this federal, and it, this trail shows, but it goes right through your yard. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yep. here's, here's how you can get to it, right? And I'll show them. I mean, that's not yep. a problem. And we just had a... A uh, friend of ours, his kid got a once-in-a-lifetime elk tag. They've been up here, and they did their homework and knew exactly where to go and how to get around, and all they had to do is stop and ask. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, it's like I got uh, Jeff Magrum's nephews coming out here. Um, him, and, him and another buddy of his, they, they wanted to go deer hunting. They got doe tags, and uh, so Jeff called me up, and, yeah, and, and them, those kids called me up. I said, prank kids, they're young adults. Helped them find a place to stay over at uh, Watauga, you know, at uh, Gary Merkel's place there, Dakota Countryside Inn, and it's going to be a good weekend. They're coming up to find a couple does, and I think I got, I think I got a place for them. So yeah, I mean, all it takes is a phone call and stop in and talk, guys. It's all it takes a lot of times. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, Clay, it's always a pleasure sitting here talking, especially small businesses, because I know you drove around both the North and South Dakota so much oh, when yeah. you were with the friends of the NRA and. And they're just, uh, there's uh, so many great gun shops out there that you uh, got to go support them every once in a while. Gun shops and butcher shops. There was butcher shops. I used to, I think I sampled just about every little butcher shop in North Dakota for <laughs> sticks and things. Cause it was just, I was, I'd take roads and drive by them. And like, I found some really good shops out there to make some really good products. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, butcher block in Mandan. Yeah. Cause I've been, I, I was, it was too late for me coming through. They were closed last night when I came through, but one of these days they're going to be open and I'm going to stop in and pick up a tub of tiger meat. Oh, they make good tiger meat. Really good tiger meat. Yeah. And yes, I, I'm a, I'm a, I guess I'm a dinosaur. I love eating that tiger meat. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but they, and I, I get mine specially made there a little different because I, okay. I can't, my body and onions don't agree. So they, ah. so they do mine without any onions added to it. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it's uh, absolutely phenomenal here. Jim says you should work for the Postal Service. Not sure where some of these uh, places find these 1914 addresses. <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine that either, Yeah, especially out in the country. Rural routes. Clay, appreciate you. We're going to stay a little bit afterwards on the YouTube channel yeah. and do a little bit more extracurricular activities that maybe we can't say on the terrestrial radio. But, hey, thanks for joining me here on Dakota Prairie Outdoors. Have yourself a great weekend. Eat some meat, drink some milk, wear wool and fur, and support those small businesses. And let them know you enjoy it. Have a good weekend.
All right, stations, thank you guys. Appreciate it. If you uh, want to continue listening here on the YouTube side, we're going to do that here. The un-PC side. <laughs> All right. The question came in, says, what's up with Lemon Livestock? Yeah, well, I, like you and I talked a little bit there when uh, on a break. You know, they were doing real good. I actually worked there at one time when it was changing hands from Gordy Almer to a few others, and then Paul uh, took it over, and, you know, he had, had a really good market there. And I think in a nutshell to me, um, it's all about service. I don't know about you, but service goes a long ways in yeah. your business. And when you quit providing that service or think, or you take them for granted, I mean, I don't sell there anymore for the same same reason. It's You call them and say, hey, you want to come out and look at my calves? I, I really, I want them field guys to come and look at my product. How do you market a product that you've never seen until right. the day it steps in the ring? And he, I wasn't the only one he was doing that to. I mean, he's got some pretty big buyers and sellers in this local area that are in that yearling market. Oh, sure. And when he pisses those guys off, that's not good. Uh, that means there's something wrong on your end. I mean, even Roush uh, Cattle Company out here used to always, and that guy, he'd bring in 200 head several weeks in a row because he has a lot of cattle, right? Yeah. He don't sell there no more either. He sells, I think, uh, that online, uh, or not online, the, the, I can't think of the name of it. It's the one where it's always, they're on a, they're usually on the channel, like on uh, RFD TV. I forget the name of that. So they were one of the first video ones. Superior? Superior. There you yeah. go. And that's how I know where he sells a lot of them. But yeah. When you when you don't when you quit providing that customer service or that hometown service that we expect, I think that's his biggest problem there. And until until that would happen to come back, I mean, you can't have field reps at your sale barn. In my opinion, that only go maybe to a certain number of people that are buddies with them. Yeah. Or you gotta you gotta give that service to everybody, or they'll go find they'll go find someplace else. Absolutely. <laughs> A question for you guys, that deer hunt on land that is mountain time in North Dakota. The proclamation says deer season opens at noon central. So can you start shooting at 11 mountain? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yep, yep. absolutely. Yep. So, same with the pheasants, any any of the seasons. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock mountain time. And we're one of the very few Slope County, Bowman County, I think Stark County still mountain time, but Golden Valley and Billings County, but we're a very we're a lost cause over here in this corner. They're trying to push us into central time. It's like, come on, man. I never thought of that. We still observe mountain time right here where I live. You know, in Sioux County, I don't think did it, but the reservation went to central a long time ago, but that right. shouldn't apply except on Indian land. So that'd be my guess. That's the thing. What a mess is, is your phone changed? Did my phone change? Did it not change? I don't know. Right. He said, thanks, well, thanks, guys. I know a guy that has a tag in the Badlands uh, and lives in Central Time. Yeah. No, you can start 11 o'clock Mountain Time, and by 11.05, you should be done. There you go. There you go. Depending on how picky you are. But if you're coming to the Badlands in my area, there's not much for deer, I'll tell you that. Whalen says, depends on what part of the farm I'm on. It switches back and forth. Pretty frustrating. I bet down in that Raleigh Shields area. Yeah. I just actually, I just set my phone to stay on my time. I don't let it do it on its own anymore for that reason. That way I always know I just, I can add and subtract hours. So I'm not too worried yeah. about it. I, I can count by ones. Yeah. yeah. 
even when we go down to Florida to go hog hunting, I know that's two hours ahead. I don't, I, my phone never changes from mountain time. It just makes it easier for me. I don't have to worry about what tower I'm on. So next Friday I have the Medora Hunter's Feed and Saturday the Baker Hunter's Feed. Wow. You got a busy weekend, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What time does that deal in Baker start? Doors open at four and they start with the kids' games. You should bring the kids. They win a lot of stuff over there. They'd love that. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. It's just crazy how much stuff they give out. Like, you take yeah, the, the biggest. I can't even compare it to any of the other events that I've ever helped with. Right. That's how much stuff they have. Yeah, I, we used to have one that was up there in, in Grand Forks. You know, Morgan and the guys at the yeah. NRA banquet. They did a fair amount of that, but I'm sure it's nothing compared to like what, you, what you're talking about. Yeah. Then every kid in there usually took something home, and it's good and bad. Uh, you know, I got you know what my feelings are on that sometimes. Right? But there's a good aspect to it. Right? It just depends on what it's at. Yep. Well, the nice thing about the Baker one year is 100% of the proceeds go to the community. Yep. You know, then not half of it doesn't have to go to a national organization. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I, you know, I, I can tell you this, when I took over and started that with NRA, I was part of the program because I was a volunteer, but I never knew where that half went, except I knew it went to the foundation at national, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't until what, what, about three years before I actually retired. Cause I kept pushing them. I was like, guys, we need a breakdown of this. People ask, I need to know. I can't just tell them it's going to the foundation for national programs. It's a, It'd really be nice now to know where that money goes. Yep. And that's when I think I started, yeah, I, I go to them state fund meetings. And, well, here's, I finally got some info <laughs> for some of it's going and found out that that money could come back locally, but people had to apply for it on the national level. Yeah. I didn't know that. Nobody knew that before. Well, why for that program started in 1992 and it took them until 2013 to, to release that information. That was not, that was yeah. a, problem on their end well and i remember on that one state meeting we went in and we said okay all the grants that was applied for to go to national out of the state money we're like okay let's yeah. we let's just uh we nixed them nixed all those and that really really made those big guys mad oh i, I they oh i generated a call right away when i turned in the paperwork i really didn't care i was with you guys on that maybe that's the difference i came from the volunteer ranks so I didn't always go with the flow with what was coming out of national because I was like, wait a second, that used to tick me off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. And South Dakota followed suit after that, yep. Scott. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of told them guys what you guys did. And they're like, well, can we do that? I said, you don't have to grant them national grants. <laughs> we already gave them 50% of it already. Yeah, they don't need any more in my opinion. But I said, I don't have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie says, you guys are past due. Get on God's time. P.S. to 223 is God's cartridge. <laughs> so on a, okay, so if you're going to get on on God's time, then you better go back to whatever time it is in Jerusalem or whatever. <laughs> in the Middle East, right? Yeah. Speaking of that, so tomorrow with our church, we have our mission festival. And if I joined a new church in Lemon because ours, ours was about ready to fold here. So there's one in Lemon. Well, of course, I got involved with them, and now I'm the guy coordinating our mission festival speaker. He's going to be joining us via the internet on a live stream from Tanzania. It's like a 10-hour difference. It's just yeah. kind of, 
it blows my mind that we can do that today. It's nice. There's a guy halfway across the world, and we're going to have him live in the little bitty church in Lebanon for our mission yeah. festival. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's the way, yeah, technology, if you use it right, it's pretty good. Darren yep. Munn says, we sure had some good nights or gun nights. at. The, I thought he had, oh. think he had fun nights at the Friends of Inner. We had some great times, man. We did. Oh, I, I miss that part. Of our, to me, you know, even I remember when Misty, Remember? do you remember the last one that I did, which was up in Watford City? Yep. And Misty, she was pretty teary-eyed because she, she knew what was happening. And I just, I, I don't think it's ever been the same. Uh, obviously, there's hardly any events, but we had fun. Plus, we did our job. We raised some money, had some fun, and everybody knew us. I mean, everybody knew you. Every, they knew that it was this was the crew, you and me and Jesse and Greg and Misty and a lot of other people that went to a lot of them events and helped. It wasn't just, I don't know, it wasn't just show up one night and collect a bunch of money. It was, yeah. I don't know, I guess our heart and soul was in well, it. We made, maybe that's what made the difference. And we made friends with it, too. I mean. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jamie says it's uh, 4.03 in Jerusalem right now, p.m. <laughs> Leave it to Jamie. <laughs> I come he ain't calling in. Maybe he's got no service up oh, there at the ranch. Josh is on a Josh P839. He says, technically white man time is mountain time because all three reservations now on central time. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. <laughs> oh, then I fit the description. Wow. Don't I that's, was here in the middle of the res. <laughs> that's uh, oh. <laughs> that's a strong statement. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I, you know, you'll be, I know it surprises people when I tell them that one of my good friends down here, well, he is a, a standing rock Indian reservation uh, game warden. But uh, him and I are good friends, and sometimes I go out on tangents about the res, but it has nothing to do with the people. Yeah. It has to do with the tribal government and dealing with them. So, yeah. Jamie oh, said he met Josh at Selfridge Prairie Dog Tournament. Says you're an okay oh, guy. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah. Josh, okay, I couldn't place him. I remember when we <laughs> met him. Yeah. She, I, I'll remember his name now for sure. <laughs> Whalen says he won a Browning Expo 223 last night. What the oh. heck? Oh, don't you can't retract your message that quickly. Come on now. <laughs> there, evidently, there was an NRA banquet last night. Yeah, there was one in Mandan. Um, okay. I just like I was, like I said, we're butchering or we're cutting meat. We butchered a couple weeks ago, so we we're cutting meat up. And I started on it last night because I just wanted to get ahead of the game. And so I was I was preoccupied <laughs> last evening, <laughs> and we were preg checking and yeah, you know, during the day. And I just like you know what. I don't feel like going anywhere, but yeah, actually Jeff Mostelsky and my, my sister-in-law, that's my brother and sister-in-law, Jeff and Sean Mostelsky pretty much make that baby run. And Jeff's done a good job with that banquet. He really has. So, so. yeah. yeah hey, Waylon, if you're still listening, oh, yeah. how, how full was it? I'm, I'm betting it was pretty full because generally Jeff fills that place. So yeah, I wish I could have went. It would have been a good time. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I suppose I got to, Put some feet yeah. in for the cows. I'm waiting the ultrasound on Tuesday, so they're stuck in the corral waiting for me. Oh, yeah. Hey, I bet you you're, uh, you probably need to get a nap in. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have time for that, but I got to set panels up. I got to get my tub and alley. Say, so, yeah, I tore down my corrals, all my working oh. corrals, because two reasons. One, they were ancient. The other, yep. the other one is I'm putting up a 46 by 150 calving facility. And oh. I'm putting it right where those corrals were, and I tore those out. Well, those guys are supposed to show up sometime here in November and get this thing put up, and I hope they do pretty damn quick. 
Uh, yeah. They were supposed to be this summer, but I got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back, but whatever. And oh, uh, yeah, so I, I got no working facilities. So I have to get my tub and alley and set up panels and do it in a different situation. And I got a buddy coming up from Bowman. He's going to help me here today. Try to get this. Oh, that's up. good. Yeah. Paul, is uh, JP going to help you out with that? No, he's he's coaching basketball now. Oh, really? He, he's on a, <laughs> yeah, his kids are in basketball. He's coaching them and he's uh, on the road to some games somewhere. Uh, I was giving him a bad time when he was, I was up there and when I sold calves, he was there and he was dressed up like he'd come from the city, tennis shoes and like jogging pants. I was like, what the world, Mr. Cowboy? Cool. Well, I got a meeting. He said, I got a meeting with Dixie today. <laughs> he was going oh, to see yeah. your wife to get adjusted. I got gotcha, you. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. You definitely want to get in there with a uh, non denim. She'll rip that stuff right into your skin. I suppose. I don't know yeah. if I own anything non-denim, <laughs> but I got sweatpants, I guess, but I don't wear them a whole lot. I did when I blew my knee, man. I, I couldn't get my jeans on. Mm. I had to wear sweatpants for a couple of weeks before I could finally bend my knee far enough to get jeans on. <laughs> well, I know one thing, switching subjects here, me and Jamie are going to, we'll get a hold of you, but uh, we're going to probably try to take you up and, and, uh, Let's do a little coyote hunting up in your country, and we'll come spend a weekend if it works for you, if that's okay. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun. We'll bring the video cameras and try to get a little video on it, too. Plenty of coyotes. We're getting, a little, we're getting better on that video and stuff. <laughs> we'll yeah. get some of them nice long shots with your eliminator. Now the pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> well, editing's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know if you've watched any of our stuff, but we we put our misses out there. Uh, we ain't shy to admit we're human. Yep. I uh, some of these guys when I watch them shows, like wait a second, like, we're good friends with NRA Television. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed when we did that full auto shoot because I was there and it wasn't the way it was portrayed on TV. Yep. <laughs> Mister Matt could not shoot that well. Yeah, well, Matt Duff and his. <laughs> Girl, yeah. girlfriend there whatever her name is well then he married her i know and then they got yeah. divorced shocker <laughs> yeah didn't oh she yeah get, didn't was... she get some new life uh jackets implanted in there too uh yeah yeah she did she had some new flotation devices yeah. flotation there <laughs> you go yeah oh eric on your deal so he's got a He's going to repair some fence today, so okay. Yeah, I have all kinds of stuff. I'm way behind. This snowstorm really backed me up on a lot of things. Well, I ain't going to get done what I really wanted to do. We, we, I bought a new, me and the neighbor bought a new post calendar, a bigger one. Yeah. And i tell you what, I got to use it a few times before uh, before all this weather hit and got our North Place going. I'm wintering cows over at our North Place for the first time in many years. And man alive, I should have had that 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that is the way to go. Make life easier and, yeah. And I, I got flat ground. You'd have a little difficulty in some of that yeah. area with you, but yeah, there's still spots. We just got to get down and just do what we can do by hand. Yeah. It's just, sometimes it's the only way you can do it. Ah, uh, Waylon said he did the gun, uh, the table raffle. Everybody at his table want a gun. Walked oh, away with a total, awesome. total of four guns, some, uh, gun cases of 12, some cases of 12 gauge ammo, two cases of clays and a $700 necklace. Wow. That the wife won. Had a good night. Yeah, good. congrats, Waylon. He's he almost sounds yeah. like Wayne Muth when he comes to Medora. He walks away with they have like eight guns and he walks away with half of them. Yeah, well, he probably spent the money to do it too. I always, you know, yeah. I'd go to yeah, do them true. banquets. People, oh, 
you remember Bruce, right? Yep. He goes, man, Bruce won a lot of stuff. I said, do you know what Bruce spent here tonight? Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of tickets and everywhere. So, yeah. you know, I, I guarantee you, Bruce probably spent more than, than the prizes he ever won. Probably. Yeah. Good guys. Those guys were, there's no, doubt. you know, my favorite, one of my favorites though, was, was Scranton when we do that event. Oh my that was goodness. A, that was a party. Oh, that was fun. And it was sold out every year. And I mean, I've never seen so many people with so much cash in one room. I don't think now <laughs> Marmoth, I got to say Marmoth, Marmoth was, pretty was good right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a party. Actually, the party was over in the little steakhouse afterwards. Yep. <laughs> All I know is one week, one year I ended up out at their little, uh, reservoir outside of town afterwards with, with the Sansalas and the crew. So you know how that went. That was good people though. They were, that was good a lot folks of fun. Out that way. Maybe we'll just have to go on tour to a few of these just to go and see what, what it's like now. Yeah, we should. <laughs> just walk in there and sit there for once. Yeah, well, last time I went to the Dickinson one, heck, the guy running it, you know, Dan, he's like, hey, why don't you hop up? I actually helped out at the auction. Well, Merle was still alive. Then Merle was auctioneering. He goes, hey, you want to take some bids for us? Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> that was kind of fun. I don't think it made Deucebeg very happy, the, the rep. Uh, that's what I called him, Triple D. Yeah, he was not a fan of us. No, he wasn't. And he eliminated everybody from the program yep. that we had put in there. And look what happened to the program. Too bad. Yeah, yeah, a lot less money for the state, that's for sure. Yep. Well, I better let you go. Okay. Uh, thanks for having me on. Have a good you time. Bet. But, yeah, let's, uh, I'll get a hold of you. Me and Jamie will get a hold of you. Let's get, uh, get a weekend that'll work and have some fun. Sounds good to me. All right, and I will do my best. I'd like to come over to that, and we'll just see how where things go. I don't really need to be here when them guys are hunting. If I, I, yeah. I mean, I got permission hunt my land. There you go. <laughs> They're just getting two does. So you should bring them over. I should. I mean, talk to them. Maybe that'd be a road trip for us. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's just it's uh, something. Even Bruce come down that one year. I said, Bruce, you you'd like this. He came down and. He wanted almost oh, every bet. gun there. He was like, wow, these are all, he's like, this whole table is all collector guns. I'm like, I know. He's like, this is my place. And I'm like, he just sat there yep. and had a lot of fun. Yeah. I cannot imagine the collection that man has. Cause oh. I know how many he had when, you know, when we were doing banquets, holy cow. I gotta tell you this. I mean, we learned how to finally get on rumble. Like we got six people walking on watching on there, which honestly is surprises me because we ain't been on there that long. So there you that's go. Cool. I rumble. Got, yeah, rumble. I'm kind of I'm oh, yeah, that's a whole other story. But yeah, we had we had pretty good viewership here. So good. hopefully uh that does good for you. So, all right. All right, man. Have yourself a good weekend. You too. Catch you later, you Scott. Bet. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye.